Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Rhino in studio today. Now, summer is upon us, so don't you forget to visit all five Mississippi regions. You can do that and plan your vacation over at visitmississippi.org. Now, you might remember a while back, I read the headline, A Mississippi College Said It Broke a Guinness World Record by Cooking Up the World's Largest Jambalaya. And now we're going to get the details behind that event and if they actually got the record. So joining us here on Good Things Today is Karen Platt. She is an instructor and the Do More Pantry Coordinator with Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. So welcome, Karen. Hi, Rebecca. It's so good to have you here. And if they are tuned in to Super Talks um, TV, supertalk.fm slash watch, they will see not you because it's a bunch of gentlemen stirring this massive pot of jambalaya photo courtesy of you guys and lots of questions around this. So I know that like cooking food is popular way to raise money, particularly here in the South, but trying to break a world record. Well, that's kind of taking it to the next level. So, Karen, whose idea was it to add in the Guinness Book of World Records piece to this cook-off or cookout? Well, actually, Rebecca, this is not our first attempt. We actually broke a world record in 2018 with the same group of men that you see stirring the jambalaya, which I'm looking at the same picture. Um, we broke the world record for the largest single serving of pulled pork. It was also to help food pantries, and a homeless shelter here on the coast. So we said, why not go bigger, and decided to attempt the jambalaya, which was about a 1,000 pounds more. Whoa! Okay, so about how many pounds of the pulled pork did it take, or how many pounds of the pulled pork did it take to get the world record? Because that's actually done and finished. So That's what's- done. It was it was it was 2,400 pounds of pulled pork that had to be in a single serving with bread on top and bottom. Good googly yeah. moogly, that is a big pork sandwich. Okay, so this is interesting. Y'all are now just becoming, you know, uh, experts on how to get a Guinness World Record for all the right reasons. Because, again, this does go to help worthy causes there on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So who said, okay, let's one-up the pork sandwich galore and let's do jambalaya or now, it, it was a joint effort between some of the people that you see in your picture. Kevin and Mike Ladd are my chief cooks, and, of course, they bring many great cooks with them to the pot, uh, pardon the pun. Um, and, of course, I'm always looking for ways to raise awareness about food insecurity on college campuses, and um, that's what all this was about, raising awareness and raising funds for the seven food pantries we have at the Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. 
and they ended up getting quite a return on y'all's uh, jambalaya event. I'm curious though about the about the recipe because that's one of those things, kind of like pulled pork. You know, it can be very personalized, or everyone thinks they have the best, you know, jambalaya or chili kind of recipe. So who's went one out in terms of you guys cooking it up uh, to the amount that you did? Kevin Ladd, the um, proprietor of the Pelicans, where we held the event, actually came up with the recipe, which included 675 pounds of rice, 900 pounds of sausage, 900 pounds of ham, and I can't tell you how many peppers, onions, the holy trinity that went in. Good Lord. Well, y'all are good at uh, cooking up a big party, and you need a big pot to do that, Karen. And so I read where, again, if you're looking at supertalk.fm slash watch, you will see the boys stirring the jambalaya in a big pot. And I hear it has a nickname called Potzilla. So there's not just a standard pot out there that can cook up a world record amount of jambalaya. So who created the pot? It was made by a group of uh, Kevin and Mike's friends, especially for this event to cover this amount. And um, it's uh, one of a kind, and we do call her Potzilla. So will she be brought brought out maybe next year or at some other point to try to break another record? Uh, That could be a possibility. That could be a possibility. I always say at the end of one of these things, never again, and then give me a year to rest, and then we are at it again. We had this planned last year, of course, and we know that COVID took care of that. So we were a year delayed in getting this actually done. But Potzilla has been raring to go for over a year. And it takes a little time, too. For That's why y'all have not released the actual poundage for the Guinness World Book of Re- Records for the most jambalaya cooked because there is a current record. It stands at 3,371 pounds. It was set back in 20, uh, 2009 excuse me, by the Jambalaya Festival Association in Louisiana. So you don't want to put out your number until well, it's been or well. well we we well we broke that record for sure but the guinness book um people need to have documentation of every step of this process everybody thinks cooking this jambalaya was the hardest part but actually documenting the entire process and getting it to guinness book standards is the hardest part we had to have witnesses every two hours that were not a part of the event they have to um testify and to what they witnessed and when they witnessed it we had to have exact amounts of ingredients that went in with pictures in kilograms and pounds it's quite detailed wow and how long will it take for you guys to get back the official that mississippi gulf coast community college will hold the record the guinness world record actually yeah, it, it actually can take up to three months, and they tell you that, the Guinness World Book people tell you that going into this, that it is a very tedious process, and it took us just right at three months to find out that we had officially broken the last one, and I don't mind saying what we've done, um, because it's out in the public here, we actually cooked 3,821 pounds. 
And then yes. you, you served it up, $10 a plate to go to a good cause, which is to um, help support the Do More Pantries there on um, – or your seven pantries to um, help alleviate uh, college-based hunger or, or camp college campus hunger, excuse me, um, there on campus. So how much did you guys raise in total? Well, we made 3,821 pounds and raised $3,822. Good deal. Did you have any left yes. over? Oh, no. You're not allowed to have any left over. Everything has to be served. That's why each of our tickets which were $10 a plate, for every plate you bought, we donated a plate to somebody in need. So we also served close to 2,500 other plates to homeless shelters, kitchens, first responders, um, churches, and um, pantries, other pantries. Man, this is just a good thing all around, Karen. And I want to go back to the fact that you are doing this to raise awareness for food insecurity on campuses. If someone's listening to good things today and thought, I don't understand how that's a thing. There's, you know, they have meal tickets on campus. There's the cafeterias and all the things. How do you help people understand that this is actually a real problem? Um, Well, it is not just a local problem either. It's nationwide. 47% of all college students sometime during their college career are going to experience food insecurity because college is not what we think of in the old days, okay? A lot of our college students, especially at the community college level, are older. They're parents. They are actually sometimes taking care of parents or grandparents. They're working one or two jobs on top of trying to go to school. Um, and sometimes the bills don't just get paid. And and what they we're seeing is the last thing on the list is food for the students because they have tuition, they have cars, they have insurance, they have rent. Okay. Yeah. And it's much more prevalent than people know. Absolutely. And if they feel entwined, entwined, I don't even think that's a word, inclined is the word I was looking for, Karen, to maybe um, do their part. We can't get a plate of the great jambalaya that you guys served up, but maybe we want to help with your do more pantries there at Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. How can we do that? Okay, donations. Um, of course, our pantries, I'm very proud to say, are pretty much student-driven. And much of our dry goods are from students who donate for other students. However, the monetary donations that we solicit are for our freezers because we don't want to just give students green beans or ramen noodles. We want to give them meat and dairy to make complete nutritional meals. So if you come to the pantries and you get red beans and rice, you're going to get the sausage. However, we don't take donations for that. That's where the monetary donations come in. We make sure that we buy those personally. We know that everything is fresh, not refrozen. And to do that, donations can be made through the MGCCC Foundation, Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College Foundation. All righty. Well, Miss Karen, I appreciate your time here on Good Things. You'll have to let us know when it becomes official. We'll make sure everybody knows, and we look forward to whatever you guys are going to serve up next year for a good cause. So thank you for your time. Thank you, Rebecca. Who's hungry? I know I am. Stick with us. we got more for you coming up next.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 90% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 83. Tonight, 80% chance of showers, low around 68. Thursday, an 80% chance of showers, high near 83. And for your finally Friday, showers and thunderstorms likely, mostly cloudy, high near 83. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Here's John and Rachel Ravenstein from Junica Jewelry. Growing up in the diamond business, my dad used to tell me, Son, you can't sell from an empty wagon. And that's why at Juniker Jewelry, you'll find ten times the loose diamonds you'll find at average jewelry stores. Every six weeks, our diamond cutter flies from Tel Aviv, Israel, to deliver fresh production, hot off the wheel, directly to Juniker Jewelry and you. There is no one else between you and your diamond. We buy thousands of diamonds a year, entire parcels, tray after tray, one carats, two carats, three carats, and more. Every shape and size and every price range. You can't buy a better quality diamond at a lower price anywhere in Mississippi. That's the Juniker Diamond Guarantee. And that's why folks come from all over the state. Juniker Jewelry. Mississippi's direct diamond importer. Juniker Jewelry. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com. Napa know-how. Some things just go better together, like a five-quart jug of Napa full synthetic motor oil and a platinum filter for $26.48. It's like bacon and eggs, hot dogs and mustard, or Joni and Chachi. Ask your dad about it. That's Napa full synthetic and a platinum filter for $26.48. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General States pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer in 63021. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 601-853-9644 or at Two Men in a Truck. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi has so many good places for you and your family to eat, stay, and play. So take some time today and go to visit Mississippi.org to explore a little more. You can listen to good things on supertalk.fm or streaming live there. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. We hope you've taken time to download that on your smartphone or device. 
We hope you know the best way to listen to the show each day is always on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station, which you can get anywhere across the state. And today you are getting aware that it is the start of hurricane season, which I went back, Rhino, and looked at the 20 season, the 20 southern season um, chart that we like to follow on the Good Things Facebook group. And I noticed they are missing hurricane season. So I have to go in and do a little tweak because for us here in Mississippi, especially our families on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, that's real life. It's a real season. And today marks the first day of the Atlantic hurricane season. And it will go sadly until November the 30th. It may be the longest season of them all and over on uh, the good things facebook group if you haven't been there today there's a cheeky way for you to i guess understand what the categories are and they use cat pictures i thought that was a nod to porch cat rhino you would get a kick out of seeing what a cat one cat two cat three cat four and god bless we never want to see a cat five (laughs) Ever again, um, because when you do start to hear your weather reports, you start to wonder what is a cat. You know, you hear same sort of with tornadoes. To me, a tornado warning is a tornado warning. I don't care if it's a one or a five that's headed my way. I'm going to respond the same by going to my safe space. And I feel like we should respond the same way when it comes to being prepared for hurricane season, which if you've been over to. Supertalk.fm today, you'll see that MEMA is warning Mississippians to prepare for an above average hurricane season, which is never where you want to be above average. That's where I want to be below average, even less than mediocre, which is pretty good for a good life. You know, strive for being mediocre, making it through. But no, I would I would much rather be on the lower end for that. But what did catch my attention all the way at the top of or the start of the season, and it does every year, I get tickled, is the names that they put out. You wonder where are they getting, like who sits in a room or with a whiteboard? This is how I see it go down. There's just a few meteorologists with a cup of coffee. They're sitting in a room. They're looking through past names. And it's like you're trying to figure out a good baby name. You just are going through all the things that you've already used that's not connected to something good. You know you need about, like, I don't even know how many they get, a dozen or so. Well, I would think it would be more negative connotations of, hey, everybody, what's that one relative you don't like? Because we're naming a hurricane after that. <laughs> we're taking applications for hurricanes names this year. Please send us. <laughs> kind of like when they take applications for who's because going to Mars. Because you can put uncle or aunt in front of all these and they sound right. They do. Well, every well every family, you know, will have a have a whatever it is. What's the commercial where the boss name is Dave and they're poking fun at the fact that Dave is like a, a mean boss. And at the end of the commercial, they were like, don't email us about your nice boss Dave. That's a very Dave move to do. Like saying, like, we just chose the name Dave. Like, <laughs> if your boss is named Dave, it doesn't mean that we are we are actually talking about. It's kind of like the whole Karen thing. Just because your name is Karen doesn't mean that we are implying all of the stereotypes that go with you know Karen necessarily on you. But I'm just thinking of the I like tacos commercial where everybody got invited to the taco cart at, oh, in the office and they did yes yeah. I like tacos. Well, I don't like hurricanes, but I do like looking through the names. And apparently this year, 
instead of using Greek letters for backup names, they came up with actual supplemental names this year. I think they may have done it a little bit different, but you can read the list, obviously, over online. But there are a few that make you go, huh? You have Anna, Bill. I just think Wild Bill. Like that, that when my mind, like when we get to number two, it's just, I don't know. You just have that mind of Bill. Claudette. Mm. Danny. I think that one's going to be a rough one. Elsa. She's going to be the coldest hurricane we've ever had. So far, my aunt and uncle think still works. <laughs> Fred. Who thought Grace will be a good name for a hurricane? Nobody from the South was at that round table. Not one. Not one of us. No way would you connect Grace to a hurricane unless she's the teeniest .5 hurricane you've ever seen. She's basically a good windstorm on the ocean. (laughs) The next one, because of the spelling, I wonder if we're going to have some pronunciation issues. Yes, already. Henry, right? Right, but it's spelled H-E-N-R-I, which is the French spelling, and they say Henry Henri. Say it again. Henri. Hen. Henri. Like he's honorary? <laughs> Almost. Yeah. That's going to get butchered. Hopefully we don't even make it to Henry. Henri Henry. Angry Henry. It's the Henri hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got Ida. Straight from the Midwest. Julianne. Kate. She's going to be such a bland hurricane. Just Kate, there's no whatever. Larry, again, it's like where do they come up with these? Mindy, Nicholas, good old Odette coming through. Hurricane Odette has the potential to be detrimental to everyone. Peter, Rose, Sam, Teresa, Victor, and then my favorite. But this is Tawanda. <laughs> If you know, you know. So in my mind, you're going to have Wanda and Wild Bill are going to be the two you're going to have to you're going to have to look out for. And that is from still not is it? No, it's not. Yeah. No. Fried green tomatoes. It's where the lady gets. She has her alter ego, which is Tawanda, and she rams her good old sturdy car into the back of a little Volkswagen bug with two cute chicks in it who whooped in and got her space. And she obviously has better car insurance than them. So anyway, I see Wild Build in Tawanda right at the beginning and at the end. But I hope we never make it Tawanda. I hope it's a peaceful hurricane. From the ceasefire text line. Another thing that makes it obvious that no one from the South was sitting around the table when they used the name Grace is that Grace has to be a part of a double name in the South. That's true. Okay, so if you're going by the lineup, that would have to be like Fred Grace. That's not going to work. And then Grace, you're going to have to say the name. Henri. <laughs> it's, it would be, would be they, they would be coming in together. And it looks like, am I right? Do they alternate boy-girl, boy-girl? They do. Looks like it, yeah. Except Julianne and Kate. They're the two. And Ida. Well, I've got it as Julian. Julian. Oh, we'll see. It's all in the eye of the beholder. So Julian. But Ida. What's a Ida? What's a... 
It ends in an A, so it's more than likely feminine. I just think of a potato. <laughs> if your name is Ida, please, please spare me. I'm simple-minded, but mine go, mine goes, you know, straight there. But I don't know. It'll be interesting to sort of see. The names at least give you a little bit of a. And why do you have to have like names already figured out? That's like getting married and meeting the love of your life and being like, and when we have children, their names will be. I have already thought about it since I was five. I mean, you should have names before your kids come or as an, like as a couple. But there are people who are like at five. My, my children's name and this is non-negotiable. Oh, what was the name of the skier where she she had a, a kind of funny sounding name because she got to name herself and she named herself when she was five or six. Oh, my God. Ah, I remember she was at the Olympics. She did really well. But everybody was talking about Peekaboo Bryson. Is that her name? I think it was I think it was Peekaboo Bryson. Where she got to name herself because her parents wanted her to name herself, but then they wanted to travel and had to have a passport to travel out of the U.S. And you can't just put, well, she's going to name herself on a passport. <laughs> well, that would be right there with Peekaboo. Oh, Lord. Someone mentioned they should make an entire year with double names. I think they should go through regions like the South should get a year and only the regions where hurricanes actually hit. But I think this is the actual the world meteorological. Let's, let's be fair, though. There, eventually, you run out of the second name and the double names. So you're going to have a couple so-and-so Anns or so-and-so Janes. That's when you just start calling them EJCJ. Peekaboo Street, that was the name. Lord. Well, we hope we don't see Anna Bill. We sure hope we don't get to Wanda. The hurricane season is upon us. So make sure you are prepared and alert for all things until November 30th. But today is actually Rotisserie Chicken Day, and I've got a leg to pull or a wing to pull with Rhino, and I'll share why. <laughs> Coming up next. You can see it in my eye. I love a rainy night. Well, it makes me high. Well, I love a rainy night, and I love you too. Yeah, I love I'm Dr. Michael Walker, founding physician at NewCareMD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at The Range in Gluckstadt. Right now, we're offering great specials on memberships to our state-of-the-art indoor shooting range. Join now and get your first month free. While you're here, check out our full-service gunsmithing department. We offer everything from professional gun cleaning, Cerakoting, camo application, accurizing, to custom rifle builds. We hope to see you soon. You might even get to meet my wife, Jane. That'll be a real trip. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High. Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. From trees, shrubs, and color plants to bulk soils for delivery and pickup. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture. 
with all the new 2021 collections in stock and arriving. The farmer's market is open, full of fresh fruits, vegetables, and local honey, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's will have farm-fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's offers bulk soils for delivery and pickup. We also offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. I'm Dr. Andrea Russo, a cardiologist. Maybe you're waiting to talk to your doctor right now. But if you're having an irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, don't wait. This could be a serious condition like atrial fibrillation, which can make you about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you're having these symptoms, don't wait. Talk to a doctor by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. What are the kids singing about? You know that game, Whack-A-Mole? Yeah. Well, the kids think the car tires are like the mallet, and those awful potholes are... Oh, I get it. That's kind of cute. Really, Mom? Tell that to my wheels and tires. Here in central Mississippi, our roads are loaded with potholes. That's bad news for your wheels and tires. Stop by the Tire Depot for fast service or new tires. Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Groups behind a pair of active initiatives are trying to keep the hope for a rehearing of the Initiative 65 case alive. Supporters of early voting and recreational marijuana have filed a motion for an intervention in the case that led to the demise of the state's initiative process and the medical marijuana program adopted by voters. Among other points, they argue that the Supreme Court cannot retroactively invalidate certified election results. The court will now examine whether they have standing, and if their motion is granted, they could file a motion for a rehearing. Mailing a letter will cost you a little more later this summer. The U.S. Postal Service says on August 29th, the first-class stamp will go up to 58 cents. That's three cents higher than what it is now. The hike is part of a 10-year plan to reorganize the post office and avoid a projected $160 billion shortfall over the next decade. I'm Kelly Bennett. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to call 911 at the onset of symptoms of a stroke or heart attack. As soon as paramedics arrive, they perform an ECG, start an IV, and administer medications to stabilize your heart. If you're having a stroke, paramedics provide stabilizing treatment and know which hospitals are best prepared to manage your type of stroke. In both cases, paramedics call ahead so emergency, cardiac care, or stroke teams will be ready when you arrive. Every second counts. Dial 911 for heart attack or stroke. Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on a catfish farm. I was born into it. But the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta.
From hunting and fishing to just about anything outdoors here in the Magnolia State, you'll find out what new adventure is waiting for you Mondays at noon with Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show. Presented by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife Fisheries and Parks, you'll explore the wonders of your state's natural resources and experience the thrill of outdoor adventure. That's Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show, Mondays at noon, here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. sure you take time to plan a little Mississippi adventure. Go to visitmississippi.org to explore a little more. You can explore a ton of content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. Just search Super Talk Mississippi on the YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube. Be sure to subscribe by hitting the subscribe button. (laughs) The red button. The red button. It's free, and you can get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi. Everything you enjoy about Super Talk news, politics, sports, and obviously the good things can all be found there on the YouTube. And we have a good time over on the Good Things Facebook group. Say it all the time. And today we're celebrating the fact that it's National Rotisserie Chicken Day. And the only reason why I spotted or um, spotlighted this particular day is because, man, they are super convenient. It's like who decided to start giving you the main dish for your, you know. (laughs) And we can't celebrate the other national holiday because, well, everything's hard timed here. We'd get in trouble. Because the other national holiday today is National Leave Work Early Day. This is true. True story. So. If you don't have a chance to leave work early to actually go home and make dinner, then you need to celebrate National Rotisserie Chicken Day, which I don't know why they have a day. But I appreciate whoever in whatever market store or grocery store said, let's throw a bunch of rotisserie chickens out there and see if they will sell. And all the moms, busy moms said, yay, and dads and families alike, because there are so many good recipes that you put off making because chicken takes time. Especially to make it the way, taste the way a rotisserie chicken tastes. It's not the same as just throwing some chicken breast on the grill or in the oven. It's a, it's a process. And with that kind of process comes a certain kind of flavor. Now, I use the word convenient to describe the rotisserie chicken in my question today. And Rhino gave me a little passive aggressive. Little jab well, there. I had nothing. I had nothing wrong with the word convenient. That was Thomas. Thomas was chiming in after me. My my funniness came from. Well, you ask, what's your favorite use for rotisserie <laughs> chicken? And my response was, I was unaware they had another use except for eating. I yes, okay. So I see where <laughs> I see where you could get confused. I mean, I guess you could but put that- enough of them on a bar. You could lift weights with them. <laughs> Maybe I should have used the word recipe because, yeah. So when I, so I rare, we rarely buy a rotisserie chicken for the simple act of eating it as is. You can, you certainly can. You can get a rotisserie chicken, get a That's piece. how I usually eat them. <laughs> 
get a few sides and call that a balanced meal. We always save the wings for dad. But um, but the rest of us, the most of us, we're getting the rotisserie chicken to then use in a recipe that we were too lazy to prep or cook the chicken, you know, from scratch at home. So it, it becomes a convenience. It becomes a, you know, a step removed. We are one step closer to getting chicken salad or chicken spaghetti or, you know, white chili chicken or something like that on the table versus just eating it doesn't doesn't deem a national holiday for me. So you don't use a rotisserie chicken for any other thing other than. I mean, eventually <laughs> it becomes chicken salad. I mean, I you, get, you I get, you got to get it off the bone eventually. I get where this is. Where this is still. just the difference. It's, we're we're different people. You have a whole family to feed. I'm I'm a big dude, but a chicken can go a long ways for me because it's just me. It's just you. Yes, I completely. And yeah, and if, and if I you, could go to the store and get one on Monday and be finishing it on Friday and have had plenty to eat. Like Wayne says, supper. So there are others that's just like eat it. And no, there's no such thing as an inconvenient rotisserie chicken. But they are pretty convenient for, for other things. Like Boyd, who says I'm that... I'm pretty sure there could be an inconvenient one. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Boyd says... He first of all he eats the he will eat all the skin off which we feed that to the dog but I don't that sounded terrible boy I didn't mean it like that but we take it depends and then you break it down for chicken and dumplings so chicken and dumplings is one of those recipes where you enjoy it you want to eat it but if you made all of it from scratch there's this whole it step take a there of getting the chicken just right before moving on to the rest of the steps. So you can now do chicken and dumplings on a weeknight or a quick Sunday afternoon for no super special reason that requires all of your love and affection in the entire recipe with a rotisserie chicken. And so that that just saves you a little bit of time with that. If you if you include a rotisserie chicken and you're not including the pot needed to cook in it, you could make chicken and dumplings with three ingredients. What would that be? The rotisserie chicken, chicken broth, and tortillas. Yes. Yum. Make them. I'll eat them. So chicken salad. Chicken salad is one of those, too, that it takes a special kind of chicken to make a great chicken salad. Sure, you can make chicken salad out of any leftover chicken that you might have. But there's something about the chicken being able to be shredded and has that little bit of you know moisture to it and that that sort of flavor that comes from the ro- rotissing. <laughs> is that a word? Roasting. Rotisserie. <laughs> Rotisserie. The roasting The rotisserizing. Part. The rotisserizing. And my mom got so good at using these convenient rotisserie chickens, but she's also a sucker for all things as seen on TV, she got one of those whatever rotisserie thingies for the house. Cause Was she, it Ron Popia that sold that one? Maybe so. But it'll cook two at a time. And so, I mean, if you are like my mother who still feels the need to feed us all, even though we're grown and send us with enough leftovers, they they are ex- more expensive than if you were you know, doing it yourself. So she got good at it and do it overnight. I still find her rotisserie chicken convenient because I didn't have to cook it. I went to her house to get it. But there's there's also that moment you walk into the grocery store and you smell it, like the fresh ones, and you're like, dinner plans changed. And your grocery cart just 
goes over to that little convenient you had some area. some seven-step, hour-and-a-half process in your mind, thinking about, all right, which process is going to be the most difficult? And then you just walk right by it and go, nope, that's that's two steps. That's open bag and eat. Let's go. Let's go. And then whoever decided that that was a home run, they started giving you side options, too, right next to it, like mac and cheese and green beans and mashed potatoes. So you literally – because – I don't know what the paradox is, but you go and especially like on a Sunday or Saturday afternoon and you drop a couple of Benjamins on groceries for the entire week for your family and you get home and you have all this food. And the last thing you want to do is put any of those ingredients together and actually make a meal. All you want is for something to just to be convenient and simple, which is the craziest idea because it's like, let me stack all the pantry. Let me get the refrigerator back the way it needs for the week. But by dog, let's go get a pizza or let's get takeout or let's just get the rotisserie chicken because mom's too tired from buying groceries to actually put a meal on the table with those groceries. We have some people on the ceasefire text line that need to hear the good news of the chicken spaghetti. Ken from Long Beach just chimed in with chicken spaghetti question mark and Dave in Tylertown said chicken spaghetti doesn't even sound good. What? Are you what planet? I think I think they're they're misunderstanding the the idea of chicken spaghetti. Chicken spaghetti as a dish is not what you're thinking with the tomato sauce and you're substituting chicken as the protein for your meatballs or something. Chicken spaghetti is it's a is whole a, thing. It's a cheesy, gooey, Delfita, yummy, little little goodness. green peas, spaghetti noodles, chicken shredded, a can of something soup, baked, and then it comes out. And it's easy enough to where I can make it. There's really. There are some of you have never enjoyed chicken spaghetti. Maybe is is there another is there another term for it that we're missing? Like chicken terry no chicken tetrazzini or uh chicken I've always known it as chicken spaghetti. It's cooked sometimes more of like a casserole. Maybe rotel chicken? Rotel chicken, chicken tucker te- 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 Chicken tetrazzini. <laughs> yes. I see Rotel Chicken as an alternate name. This is a wild one. Texas Chicken Casserole. I don't know why it would involve Texas if it's got noodles, but... Chicken a la King is what Kevin from Long Beach says that he he calls it. Yes, Chicken Tetrazzini. That is not chicken spaghetti. True chicken spaghetti is a marinara sauce. No. Lies. <laughs> tomato, tomato. There's some of you. You type in chicken spaghetti in Google, you ain't see a marinara sauce anywhere within the first couple pages. I'm as baffled as you are who have never heard of chicken spaghetti. I am baffled you have never, you've never had. I want to cook for you, and I want to give you a little warm roll with a little bit of butter on top. You sit down with your glass of tea, and you have your chicken spaghetti that has the little green peas in it. And the chunks of shredded chicken and the Velveeta and the cream of chicken soup and all the things. It's delicious. And then you sop it up with your roll. Yeah. All right. Stick with us. We'll continue this debate coming up next.
The all-new Ace Bold and Screw is open with new extended hours in Gluckstadt to serve you for not only all of your faster and power tool needs, but we can now take care of much more. Now open on weekends to be there for you when you need supplies for all your projects. From fertilizer to landscape timbers and pine straw to Spartan mosquito eradicators, we've got you covered. Ace Bold and Screw of Gluckstadt, now open with extended and weekend hours. Come see us. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Innovative Health Clinic, formerly Acoustic Wave Treatment Center, offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Schedule your appointment at 601-944-5585 or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Now taking same-day appointments. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. This is the closing agri-market report. At the close, the New York Cotton Exchange, July cotton was down 48 to 83.77. December cotton was down 15 to 84.66. At the close, the Chicago Board of Trade, July soybeans up 16 and three quarters to 15.65 and a quarter per bushel. August soybeans up 15 and a half to 15.16 and a quarter per bushel. July corn was down 13 and three quarters to 675 per bushel. September corn down eight and three quarters to 593 and a quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile, August live cattle was up 265 to 119.25. October live cattle up 197 to 124.90. The August feeders up 317 to 152.32. September feeders up 282 to 154.80. And that's the hour. The Dow Jones is up 17 points, 34,591. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Farmers can't choose the weather, trade policy, or market prices, but they can choose the most advanced dicamba with confidence. Ingenia Herbicide has the lowest volatility of all dicamba salts for more successful on-target applications, and it's straight from the dicamba experts, BASF. So make the confident choice for your soybean crop. Talk to your BASF rep or authorized retailer. Virginia Herbicide is a U.S. EPA restricted-use pesticide. Additional state restrictions may apply. Always read and follow label directions. Smart shoppers will tell you they found it on Hybid.com. Hybid.com lets you explore thousands of auctions across the U.S. and around the world. You'll find gold coins, sporting goods, classic cars, collectible toys, fine jewelry, household items, and sports memorabilia autographed by the greats. Hybid.com has hundreds of thousands of items for sale every day. It's easy to search, and it's easy to find auctions in your area. Just go to Hybid.com. That's H-I-B-I-D.com. And see what everyone is talking about. 
your midday meeting place. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. And the radio just keeps on playing all these songs about rain. There's nothing better than chicken spaghetti on a rainy day. <laughs> I cannot believe this is where we are today on good things and that some of you don't feel the same affection that Rhino and I do for chicken spaghetti or some of you have never heard of chicken spaghetti. I even got a text that said I'm it scares me. <laughs> but if you've never heard of it and you think of good old spaghetti night minus the red meat with chicken, yes, that's scary. So what if we use terms like chicken rotel, like John and Hardman said his mom called it, or chicken tetrazzini? Maybe a better I think chicken tetrazzini is a different dish, but I have seen someone else call it chicken a la king, which when I did a little digging, chicken a la king is when you use the smaller types of pasta. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where we're getting in trouble with the naming because you use spaghetti noodles in chicken spaghetti, what we're calling chicken spaghetti. I think that's where the spaghetti comes into the name. Now, you can't take offense to this, all my churchgoers, but the best text that came in, I won't say their name in case you take offense, was that if you've never heard of chicken spaghetti, you might as well not be very active in your local church because almost every church-going lady at some time has brought what we think of as chicken spaghetti to a potluck. And it, and it comes out like it's not in a pot. It comes out like you a would a casserole. So maybe that's where the terminology is getting us um, confused here. The good thing is Rhino has posted a recipe in the conversation on the Good Things uh, Facebook group if you would like to give it a whirl. I really think that... Yeah, I went through a couple of the recipes, and I found the one that looks like the most southern. And if this all started because it's National Rotisserie Chicken Day, and chicken spaghetti is one of those things that's really easy to buy the rotisserie chicken because it'll call for two to four cups of shredded chicken. Who's got time for all that? So you utilize the rotisserie chicken and then use your leftovers however you you want them, um, and you get on with your life. And... So you have to promise me, if you have not even heard of it, you would at least go take a look at the recipe because I think you may be inclined to give it a try. And, oh, my gosh, I would love for for you to give it a give it a whirl at your house. If I could invite you to the good things table, I'd make a good old pot of it or or a batch of it and 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 let you give it a good go. And if you really like it, my daddy does put a little hot sauce on top and you butter up your roll, like I mentioned. And, yeah, you have a little side salad with it. And it's just a good old time. I mean, it's just <laughs> kids usually like it. But, hey, that's why you tune into the show. You learn new vocabulary words every day. And we're going to put chicken spaghetti on the tables across Mississippi. Or maybe not. Maybe you'll utilize yours for chicken tacos or chicken enchiladas. Someone did mention, though, with the the rise of, like, the Instapots and the air fryers, you don't have to necessarily buy the individual kitchen utensil the rotisserie thing that i mentioned my mom has because everything evolves and then condenses right like eventually you only we're gonna have this just this one kitchen thing that does all the things and you can clean out your your gadget well, yeah, cabinet. The, the front page of radio shack on their little weekly ad thing they would put out in the 90s now is in your pocket 
Yes. All the doodads and, and bells and whistles they were selling on the whole page, covering the whole page. You can now do it with your phone. Yeah. Well, it's, it's getting that way with because you used to have the Instapot and then the air fryer and then your crock pot. Now you can pretty much get all of that um, in one. And now they have like indoor grills that are also air fryers and they do all the things too. So, But if you've never done a, a rotisserie chicken, you can do a chicken in your Instapot and then you top it off with the air fryer because that's the cool part. You don't even have to change the whatever you call it. And it come, it crisps the outside. So it... it comes out looking and tasting very much like the ones at your local grocery and you do get to control your ingredients because y'all they pumping that thing full of salt and deliciousness in the back but who cares because it's convenient for <laughs> recipes and i guess just eating it as rhino liked to point out in the very beginning someone else mentioned that on the text line forgive me for missing your name but they will around lunchtime they buy one warm to make chicken warm chicken sandwiches out the gate with so i guess you can just take them home and eat them but most of us think of a rotisserie chicken as an ingredient into a recipe i'm just getting tickled at myself thinking about am i actually embarrassed to admit this and i'm not really so i'll just go ahead and say it i remember vividly getting off work one night going by grabbing a rotisserie chicken going home sitting on the couch opening the bag getting a fork the bag kept it off the table so let's just dig in and watch some tv because i was tired well there's my yeah the husband will come in too if, if he smells one and he'll be in the dog too will come up and look at you because it it's the only thing that smells in the grocery bags. <laughs> like it's ready to be, you know, ready to eat. And he'll say, what's this for? Recipe? Yeah. Do you need the legs and the wings? No. And he'll sit there and mutilate the little chicken and leave me the little parts that I'm going to need for whatever recipe. Well, well, well. Who knew? I bet if y'all ask Haydad coming up next on Sports Talk Mississippi, he'll know what chicken spaghetti is. I bet he even has a delicious recipe for it. We'll find out about that. But you stick with us. You do have Sports Talk Mississippi coming up next from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will be back tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.